A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. Here we are, the Saturday after Christmas. Yes. The Saturday before New Year's. The last Saturday before the New last. Year's. Last yeah. Saturday, the last of the Saturday year. of the year of 2019. 2019. Goodbye, 2019. 2019 is all done. Mm-hmm. 2020 coming up. Yeah. What's the big wedding date? 20 10 10 2020. Yeah, because I was I was gonna say it was 2020. I saw 20, a meme. There the, is no. I saw a meme no the other month, day, the and they were making fun of you know that show 2020. No. <gasps> You've never heard. What is that? Can you see in my coffee cup? What is that? Where? I see coffee. Oh, I got to drink it so you can see what's in the bottom. Excuse me just a second. Make sure you filter out whatever it is. I'm trying. Look, what is that? Do you see what that? What is that? It's like a great big solid something. I think it's caulk. <laughs> it's wood putty. Ugh. I was working. <laughs> I was, Look. That's like a quarter size piece of wood putty. I've been working on. We're gonna have to take a picture of that for the show notes so everyone can see. That that is is incredible. One of the you know, it's just what happens when you work in a wood shop and you don't pay attention. You don't pay an ounce of attention. Yep. Yeah. So you were talking about something. The show twenty twenty. Barbara Walters isn't she the one who did that show twenty twenty? Yeah. I'm drinking sawdust here. Who knows? Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Nothing. There's just a lot of memes oh, gosh, out there about that. Was a whole that. lot of nothing. Every time I see one, I think it's funny. Anyway, today is one of those days. Uh huh. I don't know how many people are listening. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, well, for sure, the five that were have fled to other better. Yes, because they're disturbed by yeah. the fact that you're eating wood putty. <laughs> no, I've eaten far worse than that. Do you it's really mild. want people to know that? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just that tough. Uh, anyway, yeah. what what are we going to talk about today? Well, that doesn't even matter. No. We'll get to that at the end. We're going to start the show hopefully a little better than we've actually literally started it. We're going to transition into better things right now. Okay. We are in the studio with my eldest daughter, my mm-hmm. eldest child, Madison Elaine Hansen. Maddie, thanks for being here. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. For having me. So you, you are Betsy the old. Oh, hi, Betsy. Thank you. <laughs> hi, Maddie. So you really are older than your twin brother? Yes. Yeah, Madison and Caleb, twins, Yeah, which was really great. I really enjoyed that as, well, there's so many different things. Yeah, (laughs) it was funny because I remember the very first ultrasound and uh, the doctor pulls things up on the screen. Mm -hmm. Now, ultrasounds are utterly befuddling and confusing to me. I'm sure. You know, I can't tell what I'm looking at. They're better now. Well, maybe they are. Yeah. But I still think I would be confused. Nice but the it. thing was, and this was in all seriousness, and mm-hmm. the doctor thought I was joking. And when he realized I wasn't, he about fell over. <laughs> but he does this ultrasound. Yeah. And he says, yep, that's just what I thought. And I said, okay. And he shows me the picture. He says, see? And I said, uh-huh. Because I didn't want to look stupid. <laughs> oh, you know? well, of course not. Of course not. And I thought, oh, please tell me what you're seeing because I don't know anything. And I just <laughs> nodded and acted like I did. He uh-huh. says, it's, it's what, what I was thinking. I said, oh, okay. And he says, yeah, two heads. I said, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, two heads. Oh, uh, uh, is, is the baby okay? He goes, what do you mean? I said, with two heads. What, what? 
and the all the life drained out of me. And he goes, "There's two bodies too. There's two." Babies. <laughs> he thought that was so funny for a split second. So I you thought, thought you were having you an alien was, yeah. child? I didn't know what was happening. I was scared to death. Well, they do have cows that are like that, uh-huh. and they do have conjoined. They, they do have conjoined twins. Conjoined yeah. twins. Yeah. So it could have been. It could have been. been. And I did not know what I was in for. And it turns out it was two babies. And (laughs) yeah, life really, it was awesome. It was so much fun once I got over the first two years. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh yeah, you guys really jump-started things. You know, you learn very quickly. And after that, all the other kids were really easy. Well, yeah. Because there's only one at a time. Only one at a time. And then as you guys got older you were able to help a little more because you actually were very helpful at one was point. I? Oh, that's were, good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Even Caleb was very helpful. Really? Yeah, which good is fun. Why do you all sound surprised? <laughs> like, I don't remember that. Poor Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Caleb is uh, doing apprentice work mm-hmm. for an electrician right now. He's yeah. learning the trade. Maddie, you went to school to mm-hmm. Grand Valley. You're mm-hmm. having fun. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up your first semester with astonishing grades. So How far, was it, we'll Maddie? See. It was fun. I had a good time. That's it wasn't good. as bad as all my high school teachers made it out to be. So <laughs> I think appreciate that's, that. That's what they do. They freak you out at mm-hmm. first, yeah. and then mm-hmm. yeah, then mm-hmm. it's all right. What was your favorite class? My favorite class? Oh goodness. Well. um... My favorite professor and my favorite class to go to was my genre class because my professor was fun. He made us interact with each other. So we all were able to have really good group discussions and I learned all their names. But like for the actual coursework and like the stuff I was learning, my favorite class was linguistics because it dealt with like languages and all that. It was so weird. Two things. First off, it's funny to me because you're, you're introverted, right? Yes. Yeah. Like me. And but Maddie has just. Grab the bull by the horns and she's charged ahead, whereas mm-hmm. I receded into the shadows. Uh-huh. Every time I would get a new class, mm-hmm. every single time, mm-hmm. I would sit in the class and they would hand out the agenda, right? right. Or the, the syllabus. The syllabus, syllabus yeah. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and uh, they'd give me the syllabus and then the teacher would talk about stuff. And I would tune out completely because I was scanning the syllabus looking for group projects and <laughs> oh, presentations. Oh my goodness. Oh, group project. We'll be dropping out of this one. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I dropped out of so many classes. But yet I had a great experience Mm -hmm. doing that because I dropped out of, I remember, a Shakespeare class. And I took a night class, which was my first ever Shakespeare night class. Well, first ever night class. And I got there. And one of my friends that I had no idea was even, he had gone back to school just for a few classes. Mm -hmm. He was older. I worked with him. And he's sitting there in the class with me. And the professor was great. I absolutely loved the guy. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because... I could not understand the Shakespeare stuff. Right. I'd read it and read it and read it, and I think, right. okay, I don't get what I'm reading yeah. here. So I started getting Cliff's Notes. Do they still have those? Um, we have No Fear Shakespeare, which okay. is fun. I got Cliff's Notes. Yeah. And so I didn't use the part that told us what we were supposed to get out of it. Right. So I felt like I was doing all right. Mm-hmm. But I read the summaries, mm-hmm. and I quit reading the actual <laughs> plays. <laughs> A lot of people did that. That was yeah. like the biggest cheat when you were in college. Right. Everyone and, and does that. Everybody does that. But at the end of the course, I got my exam back, <laughs> and the professor wrote on there, it was an absolute pleasure to share Shakespeare with somebody who gets it. Uh-huh. And I wanted to say, yeah, me and yeah. Cliff. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mainly wow. just Cliff. Mainly just Cliff. <laughs> so anyway, Shakespeare, that was that. It's a good thing you told that story after Maddie's already gone through a semester of college. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the linguistics thing that mm-hmm. Maddie was talking about, she spent, I think you drove everybody in the family oh, nuts. Oh, I'm sure I did. Parsing <laughs> all the, what? The, what is an F? It's a, oh, a gosh. full. That's a voiceless labiodental fricative. Yeah. A voiceless blah 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 fricative, which sounds like she's swearing. So every time Maddie would throw those things out, I'd sit there. What are you swearing about? Something? Are you like doing some knockoff on a swear word? What? Is- no, Dad. We're learning linguistics, and the kids would go, "Dad, stop egging her on." No, it's, huh? it's just a sound it makes. You have to use your um, teeth and your lips to produce the <laughs> sound. Do you know I I barely use. Do I use the right things when I make sounds? No. Probably not. <laughs> not at all. Things just come out of your mouth randomly. Do you know? Makes for a better radio that way. <laughs> it does. But um, the other day we were interviewing somebody think, speaking about things coming out. I really, there's no point to this interview. We have Maddie in the studio and I thought it would be just fun to chit chat mm-hmm. with you. But um, I forget who we were interviewing. You probably saw it. But as I'm talking, I said something. I probably did a full bilateral fricative labiodental that's the one and i spit the biggest air bubble across the table <laughs> straight at the person oh they dodged it and you do that it. all the time i need that a spit shield awful. here you know, in our studio I, do you know how embarrassing that is to try to be professional and you're dro- drooling or whatever i'm doing Gosh, I feel like maybe I should. you should see a doctor for that. Well, I think I want to get like maybe I can find some black market or off market dental chair with one of those sucker things. You know, the <laughs> and maybe before we start an interview, I could just <laughs> suck all the saliva out. Yeah, but I think but you produce it yeah. so fast it won't matter. And then I your am... mouth will be so dry. Like, no. That's not good. And then he'll be gagging. Yes, abs- exactly. Absolutely hyperactive um, saliva glands. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's well, like a superpower. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> Poor oh. Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> so what do you got planned? You got break mm-hmm. coming up. Do you have anything big planned? Not really. I just have to work, sleep, avoid people. It's yes. fine. <laughs> Maddie avoids people. That's she always... is your daughter. <laughs> and yet she spent some time working at, in, in a couple of retail-like establishments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she always had this... Uh, customer service mode that you would oh, yeah. transition into. It's like turn off my brain. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Maddie can transition into this mode, and she's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm Thank in a you. store and I don't know if they have what I want, and I don't want to ask in case anybody might make fun of me for some reason, I can't. <laughs> I always have Maddie ask or somebody ask, and she, you're really good at it. I am pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. A lot of practice. Yeah, yeah, he does that to me. That's why I don't like to go shopping when he has to go buy something for the show. I'm like, dude, don't you just want to go by yourself? <laughs> go by because yourself. it always happens. Yeah, that he can't find it. Can you ask somebody where that is? And I just look at him I'm like, are you kidding me? I have you so are really. Adult. You are a grown man. <laughs> the thing is, first off. If they tell me where to find it, they're going to say, okay, head to the north end of the store, take a right. And first of all, he doesn't know right from left and or yeah, north I'm not from going south. Directions. I'm already confused. Yep. You know, same thing with directions mm-hmm. on the road. Why stop yes. at a gas station and just be more confused? <laughs> right. Because I know what I do. I leave the gas station and I go the right, the very first choice is the wrong one. Right. And the guy at the counter or the lady at the counter who just gave me advice, I know laughing. that they're just they're thinking, <laughs> that guy is so lost. Yep. <laughs> so dumb. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I hate that. And I also don't like paying. Yeah. Because I have severe buyer's remorse. <laughs> and so I'll have other people pay. Yeah. I tried that with yep. Caleb. I took Caleb shopping. He had uh-huh. to go get 
Christmas presents. So right. he wanted to go and we went shopping and he didn't have his card with him. So he mm-hmm. needed my card. So I gave him the card. And even that makes me mm-hmm. nervous. It's just yeah. the whole buying thing, money going Good. out. So exactly. I, I wandered off to let him do it. And I let him, you know, uh-huh. okay, he's got to be done. He's a big and boy I now. Turn around and he's standing there with these big puppy dog eyes. I said, What are you doing? You have followed me around this whole store. He says, Well, Dad, I'm a new adult. I haven't bought a lot of stuff yet. I'm nervous. <laughs> See, I always made mom do that, but now I can't do that. So, See, you're the most grown up in the family. I mean, Clearly, I am the oldest. We're all going to be Except looking to you. I meant in me too. Oh, you too? Yeah. <laughs> we're all looking to Maddie to lead us to the promised land. I don't land. know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of doing it. Well, you're getting great grades. Woo-hoo. That's a lot of fun. Yes. She's very good at adulting. She's good at adulting. Mm-hmm. Am I? Yeah. What <laughs> I is would it? say so. Yeah. What is it cool. that when birds shed their stuff? Molting? molting? Yeah. Are you just saying I'm molting? No, it just reminded <laughs> me of molting. <laughs> Maybe you're good Thanks, at that, Dad. too. We'll find out. Wow. Anyway, Maddie, anyway. I'm going to let you get back okay. to whatever you got to do, unless, Betsy, you have any other questions for her. No. This no. has been lovely. We kind of just wonderful. rambled. It's nice for you to see what you the do. radio show yes. and how much fun that is to produce. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you'll listen to some of them. <laughs> You've heard I'll a few, right? I'll probably be sleeping. I know. <laughs> anyway, I don't blame you. Maddie, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you, too. Now, normally we tell people to buy the very best they can afford, but every now and then we come across something that you might be able to skimp on. We've got one of those things coming up next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, that was kind of fun for me mm-hmm. having Maddie here. Yeah. It was good to see her go. No, good to No, it's Maddie, a lot of fun. he apologizes yeah. for that. No, she knows. She lives with me. Yeah. She knows the poor kind of... soul. <laughs> she knows the kind of stuff I do. Yeah, I know. But She's the one who brings you band-aids. She does. Yes. They've all <laughs> Every time I start something at home, that's one of the very first questions uh-huh. the kids will ask. Do we have band-aids? Hey dad, should you be doing that? Well, what do we have band-aids in the house? Mm-hmm. I, that's true. Why don't you go check a minute mm-hmm. before I fire anything up? That was the very first story I ever heard about you. Your kids, you were using an exacto knife and your kids said, "Dad, should you be doing that?" Oh, there was no way a Band-Aid was going to fix that problem. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a rush to the hospital. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. we want to talk about something in the next segment that I built for the kids for Christmas. Yeah. And hopefully that will be fun. There was a lot of interesting things that we learned yeah. that I learned in the process. Mm-hmm. You watched me learn them from time to time. I came early yes. every day, uh-huh. stayed late, and worked uh-huh. on this. Heard your frustrations. Yeah, you heard all about it. There's yeah. a lot of different things we can... We can take from that. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. But Mm -hmm. one of the things, you know, we want to talk about one of the tools that I used that really made the whole process work. And Mm -hmm. in fact, it's a tool that we bought this fall. Yeah. And we have used the pants off that thing. Well, technically, it's not wearing pants. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a finishing nailer. Yeah. All right. So we have a compressor here. So we bought this finishing nailer. It'll hold up to a two and a half inch nail, finish nail, a 16 gauge mm-hmm. finish nail. Now, yeah. we had worked in previous years with my dad's Brad nailer. Yes. Yep. And that works great for certain things, mm-hmm. certain smaller projects. We made the mistake of using it, you know, years back before we were as worldly savvy as uh-huh. we are now. We used it on a number of projects that probably needed a bigger nailer. 
Yeah, we and always wondered why things came apart why a little more easily than we never stay up. Yeah. Well, why do we have it... to keep putting screws through it? Yeah. <laughs> so the whole uh, breakdown here, real fast. A brad nailer is going to shoot. You know, it's going to. You know, it basically looks like little nails, but yes, they're, they're very wire brads ones. that are very small. Now, yeah. for certain projects, it's great because the hole that you leave mm-hmm. is it's very small, super tiny. You know, yeah. just a tiny bit of putty in there, and you're good to go. Some people right. don't even fill those. Mm-hmm. It's that tiny. Yeah. Now, for certain projects, that's great. Right. We ended up using this finished nailer. It it definitely leaves a hole mm-hmm. that you see. Yeah. You need to fill it with spackling or yeah. some kind of wood filler. But it's going to do a bigger, better job of binding bigger things together. Yeah. So anyway, we bought one mm-hmm. only because we found one that was very inexpensive. Yes. And not because it was on sale, but because right. it was one of those brands. Yes, because the regular ones, I mean, like from a, a really high-end brand mm-hmm. like, let's say, DeWalt or something, they're like 150 bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, or more. Yeah. And they can just go up from there. Right. And we found this one for 60 bucks, and I avoided it for about a month. Yes, because you assume that, well, you get what you pay for. You know, it is not a good coffee day for me. I wondered, did did you just spill it in your lap? Hot. (laughs) (laughs) So I just got new coffee that doesn't have wood putty in it, and now I just poured it all (laughs) over my pants. What is wrong with you? (gasps) You know that warning how how hot coffee is? How did you even do that? Because it's not like you were laughing. I don't know. I don't know. Do Hold we need on. to like take an early <laughs> break so no, you can... I can? It's cooling down. I'll be all right. Anyway, we just get back to business. You know, you just keep doing. Break a leg, you keep going. Yeah. No, we looked at this, and I finally decided to pull the trigger on it. You know, I figured yeah. for the project, if it will get me through this one project, right? Because we were working for our um, big color event that yeah. we were working on. Mm-hmm. If it'll get me through that, it's worth the sixty bucks. Right. It got me through that. Through a couple other projects, and now it moved me right through this table project. Yeah, it's worked out way better, I think, than we ever anticipated, you know. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because sometimes we do get into this idea that unless I buy a name brand, unless I'm going to buy the best, I might as well skip it. Right. In certain instances, that's definitely the truth. If you're Mm going to use something like crazy... Yes. Drop the money and get a good one. Yeah, if you're going to use it every day or if it's like paint, we talk about that all the time, the wear and tear that it may get, you know, make sure you're buying something that's worth it. Don't skimp out. But if it's something you're using occasionally like this. And and if that's your way of getting a tool right. that you otherwise would never get, mm-hmm. it might be good enough and it might get you through as long as you need it. Right. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about the project that I used that nailer on. That's all next. Stay tuned. want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Well, Betsy, I no longer have coffee. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't been listening, the show started off with me with my very, I'm very excited to have my morning cup of coffee. Uh-huh. And it's got a great big, I've been drinking it the whole Show, yes. you know, the whole leading yes. up to the show. Uh-huh. And I get to the bottom of the cup, and there's a great big gooey blob in the bottom. <laughs> Turns out it was wood dough. It was so gross. From a project I'd been working on earlier in the morning. Right. Last segment, uh huh. I spilled a brand new cup of hot coffee 
all over my lap in the middle of the segment. Uh huh. I think I remained quite professional for the searing pain that I was experiencing. <laughs> Caution, coffee may be oh hot. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, when it's stuck in your jeans and there's no getting away from the heat. Perhaps you should start carrying an extra pair of pants just in case because you're prone gonna w- to accidents. I'm going to wear a raincoat when I drink coffee. You know, you're just going to need like an entire kit with some Band-Aids and some Neosporin I do. I do. and We've got extra one, shoes and pants. One of our sales reps, Brian, rides around with, he calls it the pharmacy. I think that's a joke from his high school or college days, the pharmacy. He's got a bag, like a big Ziploc bag of any kind of medicine you can think of. Oh, because that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want something out of your big, giant Ziploc bag. No, he's got, yeah, aspirin. Remind me to never ask him for band-aids. aspirin. There's a good chance First he has cream. no idea what he's giving me next time I ask for aspirin for headache. I don't think it's prescription headache. stuff. Well, you still don't know. It could be a laxative or who knows what. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, true. Brian? Knowing Brian, he <laughs> might do that. I'll be more careful. Yeah. Anyway, no coffee for me. No. Coffee. We're going to talk about a project that was was very exciting for me. I had a lot of fun doing this. You did. Yeah. I built a game table, a gaming table for my kids. I think you have to describe I, I'm going to. it a bit. See, we play tons of games. We've mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the games that we've really started having a lot of fun with Mm -hmm. is it it basically it's the whole it's a role playing game. Mm -hmm. And what that means is it's it's basically storytelling. Yes. There's no board usually Mm -hmm. or there can be. And you can have little figures that you move around. But it's not like a board game per se. Right. It's kind of out there. It's a concept that I remember kids in high school played this. Yeah. But I always stayed away from it because it was so scary. You know, Dungeons well, and Dragons and you is thought so it was bad. a little bit like there was a certain type of person, yep. a stereotypical person who played. Yep. And I think that's just because we didn't understand what they were doing. No, there's a stereotypical. It is dig (laughs) into it. It's a very nerdy thing. Yeah. But I finally dug into it because the kids were getting older. There's a Star Mm. Wars version. And things like that. But the concept was so fun Mm -hmm. that we tackled some of these bigger games, and we just leave out the stuff that I think is not not good stuff. But we still have fun because what it is is you're telling a story. Mm -hmm. It's basically like being in a movie. You know, yeah. you set the kids. One person runs the game, and that's me. I've mm. got to, I've got to understand the rules, right? But I start a story. Here's what's happening. Here's what you see. Mm-hmm. They ask questions, and then they basically roll a dice, a die, mm-hmm. and they're each character that they build has different abilities than the other ones, mm-hmm. and they succeed, they fail, and right. things happen, and it's mm-hmm. very fun. And so I built this table. With the idea of, A, we, we sit and play these games, and inevitably somebody gets excited, rolls the die, and it goes all over the table and lands on the floor. Uh, and then there's a great yes. big fight, because if it's a really bad roll, uh-huh. then they want to re-roll. If right. it's a good one, it counted. Oh, of course. And then everybody else, yeah. So anyway, right. that was one thing. I uh-huh. wanted a little more controlled yeah. thing. So I built a table that actually has little trays mm-hmm. that you roll right into. It's going to control the die. Right. Perfect. We have cup holders. Everything I <laughs> can't build. have a gaming table without cup holders. No, I think everything should have cup holders. <laughs> I have joked that toilet seats should have cup yes, holders. Yes, you have. So there was a great inside joke when I built these cup holders into yes. the table. But the big thing that set this table apart from everything else, and mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be the big selling point to the kids, was I put a TV in the center of it, a 40-inch right. TV, which you can buy dirt cheap now. Yeah, yeah, you can. So Black Friday shopping online, uh-huh. I found a TV, bought that really cheap, right. mounted it in the center of the table, laying flat. Mm-hmm. And then I, my intention was to put little maps and stuff that the kids would use during certain parts of the game. Yeah. 
you know, and if there's a big fight, they can mm. have a map. They can see once where they go, and it's all digital. It's on the screen. It's going to be so cool. Right. And they'll put their little figures on it, and they'll see where they're at. Well, in the midst of that, I found something called a dynamic battle map. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it's, it's, an, it's a, an animated map. It is unlike anything I've ever seen. I'll put a link in the show notes for anybody who cares because it's so cool. The trees move like they're like the wind is. Yeah, going you through. showed me the ship one where it's almost like you know rocking back and forth, mm-hmm. and there are sounds of seagulls. It's very cool. It is so cool. Talk about getting people into yeah. the experience of the game, and mm-hmm. that's what this is all about. It's telling a story and using this as aids to help that. You know, right. I'm excited to. As we play, they always end up sitting around a campfire somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, because we got to make camp. Right. You know, we have a Lord of the Rings version of it. Mm-hmm. And so as we travel through Middle, uh, Middle yeah. Earth, we've got to stop and make camp. Right. I've got a video now that I'm going to chuck on the screen that's a campfire. Mm-hmm. So we'll all Makes literally sense. sit around a campfire. Right. And it's way better than actually building a campfire on your table because that is problematic. Yes. And it's a whole lot less smoky. Yes. <laughs> so that's the whole table thing. Yes. But there were a ton of lessons that I learned from it that you can apply to almost anything. And we're going to get to those in the next segment. We're going to just cut this one a little short because I think we summed up the concept. We set it up really well. And now let's talk about what I learned. And believe me, you can apply these to anything that you tackle in your home. And it's practical. It's not just how to not cut yourself. Right. It's how to not do a lot of bad things. (laughs) And we're going to use my experience of doing those bad things to get there. Right. That's all next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, we're back, and we're still talking about this table thing that I built for the kids for Christmas. Yes. It was a big hit. Mm, I'm sure. It was big and super heavy. Is that your first lesson? Make it less heavy? Yeah, that's my first <laughs> lesson. No, I'm going to put links in the show notes so you can see the pictures of it. Yeah, And I'm going to also put a link in the show notes to a how-to video Mm -hmm. that I found online. And that's the one that I basically used as my jumping off point. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy made a great video step by step by step. Didn't agree with everything he did when it came to finishing and stuff like that. But overall, Mm -hmm. he really laid out the concept and I just adapted mine from that. So you can see what it is and follow from there. But now let's get to the lessons from the build. Okay. The first thing Mm -hmm. is measure measure, measure. And I know why you said that. Well, there's a number of reasons. First <laughs> off, you never cut anything. I mean, that's an old staple. Right. What is it? Cut one, Measure twice, cut, cut once. Yep. Th- there is something to that. If mm. you're really, really good, perhaps right. you can roll the dice. The thing is, there's a lot of pressure once you've got... Yeah, I definitely noticed, and this is probably bad, but... When we're building for the Repcolite stuff mm-hmm. and Repcolite bought the wood, mm-hmm. I'm careful. Right. I don't think we made tons of mistakes. Yeah, I can't think of too many. I did not sweat as much as when I was working with wood that I paid for. <laughs> there was something, well... a whole different feeling because I knew I had this money invested in this wood and it wasn't inexpensive. Right. The whole thing came to with the with the TV, mm-hmm. it was about 400 bucks. Right. 
but the wood was, you know, 150-ish. Well, but remember that when we work for RepcoLite and do their stuff, we usually have stuff laying around from other projects that we've done. So if we screw something up, usually we can procure yes, something that will work instead. But when you're doing your own project, I know that you don't just have scrap wood laying around. No, I had just work, enough so. for this project. So right. really take the time to measure yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's a yeah. no-brainer. Right. And make sure that you're focusing on what you're measuring there were a couple times that i okay it's 22 and a quarter inches mm-hmm. i would go and set the saw then i'd come back i just measure it one more time mm-hmm. oh it was actually 21 and i was looking at that Oops. you know looking at uh-huh. it wrong stupid stuff stupid stuff right. hurrying rushing yep. too fast Pay the big thing mm-hmm. the reason i put the third measure in there is make sure it's going to fit where you're going to bring it. Down your basement yes. steps. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> three o'clock on a Saturday before Christmas, I uh-huh. wake up at three in the morning. Yes. Thinking, I never stop to think about this table fitting down my steps. You texted me and told me that in a panic. You said, I have to go and I have to measure because I don't know that it's going to fit down my steps. I and was, I sat at home laughing. <laughs> I hoped that you were going to say... It's no problem. That's why I no, texted you. No, because the thing is kind of a monster. And, I and once know. you said that, I wasn't so sure. I know. <laughs> it fit by a quarter of an inch and by sheer luck. Measure. Uh-huh. You're buying furniture? That's Measure. something to take you know, take into consideration. Right. Because the thing is, the table, we're building it in a great big warehouse. Yeah. A great big wood shop that yeah. we've got. Everything is great big. You know, the ceilings are what, yeah, so 15 the, foot? Yeah, so the table looks small. It looks small. Mm-hmm. The furniture stores, it looks small. Right, because Then so you big. get it home and, and, and it's in your setting. Mm-hmm. It's enormous. Yep. It's ginormous. <laughs> Make sure it's going to fit. Yes. Because I had a lot of sweating that I did trying to figure out how do I change it if it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Measure, measure, Yes. Measure before you even start. Right. Next thing that I learned is wood glue is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> See, okay. now wood glue, If I never really used a lot of wood glue when I built stuff. Mm-hmm. Just nail it together or I'd screw it together. Never used wood glue. Yeah. I really didn't think that highly of it. Mm-hmm. Dad had used other glues around when he built stuff and I was never terribly impressed with the results. It'd break mm-hmm. apart. When you use wood glue, the right glue mm-hmm. for a particular situation, yes. you know, the wood glue that we've got in the shop that we've used, the bond between that, mm-hmm. where you've joined the two pieces, is usually stronger than the pieces. If you try to break it, it's often going to break. The wood will break in another spot, <laughs> right. not the bond. Uh-huh. So it is a tremendous way to supplement the bond between different pieces. So it yeah. worked great in conjunction with that finish nailer that we were talking about. Yeah. Yep. Now- it's also a curse. Because, if you want to take it apart. <laughs> yes. If you make a mistake, Oops. it can be a little rocky. So you're going to want to move fast. And with this project, I've never done anything like this. And mm-hmm. I didn't have specific plans. I was really working from, you know, the guy drew things on a, on a graph paper mm-hmm. without a ruler. Yeah. You know, so that there wasn't a lot of precise anything. Right. And I changed the dimensions anyway. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple times where I just... I did what I thought was obvious. Yeah. And when I thought it through, oh, I didn't account for this uh, board coming in this yeah. other way. And I had to take it apart. Oh. What a trick. But I got it fast enough. Uh-huh. That's what you're going to want to do. If you use wood glue, 
make sure you, you know, assess the situation fast enough. Because once it sets... What is a fast enough assessment Generally, an hour, it's going to be locked in place pretty well. So you better do it within like 15 to 20 minutes. Now, you can still get it apart, but once you let it go longer than that, now you're you're probably going to damage the other pieces to get it apart. Got it. Uh, Another quick thing with wood glue is Mm -hmm. when you're using that on end grain, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, um, a lot of people don't want to take the time to do this. I didn't either. But um, it worked out really well because I did put it together incorrectly, had to take it apart, <laughs> and it worked. Uh-huh. So by accident, I did this. But when you're working with end grain, don't just use one application of wood glue and call it good because it will soak into the grain, mm-hmm. and you don't get that great bond. Oh, okay. So a lot of times what they'll do is they'll put the first layer on the end grain and let it dry. Right. And then once that's Seals dry, put up. another one on. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that one will right. function as the bond. Okay. So wood glue. Yes. Great wood to glue. use. Just be, be aware. Right. Third one, mm-hmm. curved jaw locking pliers, vice grips, yes. are essential, especially <laughs> okay. if you're using a brad nailer or a finish nailer. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it's for the splinters you've got in your hands. <laughs> no. No, I use the little tweezers for that. Uh, oh, that makes okay. way more sense. But pulling nails out w- when it's a, a finish nailer mm-hmm. or a brad nailer yeah. fired from a gun, it can be a little tricky because the heads on those can be so small that our hammers don't mm-hmm. grip them very well. Yeah, I think a lot of people run into and that. And it can be really frustrating. Yeah. And it was very frustrating when I had that one piece that I had to remove. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered we did a segment on the vice grips, the right. locking jaw players, yep. and that they would function as that. And so I quick grabbed one, mm-hmm. and it's got a rocking or like a curved head. Yeah. So you could clamp it down on that brad mm-hmm. or that you know finish nail. Right. And then just rock it like you would a hammer, and it pulls those, mm-hmm. those nails out instantly. Right. Got to have one of those. Yep. Perfect for so many other projects. Great for this. Yeah. Fourth thing. I'm, tr- I'm losing track here. One, two, three, four. Okay. Paint covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> right? We know that. Well, and that must be why you asked me, should I stain this or paint this? And I had no idea, but I went with paint, so clearly I chose wisely. <laughs> well, you chose wisely. My initial intent was to stain it because for a table... Mm-hmm. I was thinking that might be the thinking that might be the best way to go, you know, because yeah. the thing with stain is you put the color in the wood, it mm-hmm. soaks in, then you put a clear coat on. Right. You scratch anything, it's generally the clear coat. Yeah. The color isn't affected. Right. And over time, maybe you just apply another clear coat. Mm-hmm. And I was going to use our Mira Poly, which is a polyurethane, hold up tremendously well. In right. fact, last week we talked with Silverwood Sawmill, yeah. who yep. uses our polyurethane on all kinds of. Mm-hmm. You know, commercial installation projects. Right. They're, you know, they're putting tables and bar stools or, yeah, bar stools and stuff yep. in places coated with a polyurethane. It'll hold up to anything. Mm-hmm. That was my intention. Okay. But the thing is, I had enough little mistakes mm-hmm. and I want, I'm not a good enough woodworker yet to, because to, you've got to be very good when you're staining stuff. Yeah, Because that is true. everybody, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's where on this video, the gentleman who's talking about his table talks about he's going to get just wood dough Mm -hmm. and he'll fill all these holes and stuff and then he'll stain it because the wood dough will take stain. Mm, and it does, but yeah. but it doesn't always look exactly, exactly the same, and it still sticks out. I there are always stainable wood doughs out there, and mm-hmm. some I, I want to point out, not all of them are stainable. You have to pay attention to that. But even the stainable ones, they quite often just end up being a different color than the wood itself. Well, think about that. If you stain oak and then put the same stain on pine, it looks different. Right. If you grab a different piece of oak. It can look mm-hmm. different. So when you've got an entirely different substrate altogether, right. it's generally going to look different. Even yeah. if that putty 
has the same color as your wood. It's yeah, not because, necessarily going to take the stain that yeah, same way. Yeah, because they sell it in different colors so that you can come closer. closer. That's the keyword. <laughs> so anyway, I figured I had enough little spots to fill uh-huh. that I didn't want to take that gamble. Yeah. So I went with paint, used uh, a wood dough, mm-hmm. and then I used a spackling to yep. fill the nail holes. Mm-hmm. And painted it up, and you'll never—you can never tell. I mean, it looks no. absolutely amazing, doesn't it? It—it it looks very good. And I would like to point out that you used Scuffex on that, which we've talked well, about a number of times on this show. You just zipped ahead to point number one, two, three, four, five. Oh, sorry. I should have numbered those. I just gave bullet points. <laughs> that was stupid. Yes. Well, that was Scuff-X. your next point anyway. Talk then. about yeah. Talk about Scuffex. Well, Scuffex we quite often talk about on cabinets and things like that, perhaps on trim, for sure on walls and schools and hospitals and nursing homes, things like that. Just tell like them what that. it does. Well, it's anti-scuffing. And if it does happen to scuff, it just wipes right off. It's it's it is, almost like it's steel or something. It's anti-scuffing unlike anything we've ever seen. Yeah. We've talked about it before, but it's legitimately... Yeah, a great product. We've seen samples. We've made samples and brought them to shows where we put Scuffex on Scuffex. Good grief! What's wrong with me? I need coffee, but I'm going to just spill it all over myself. Yep. We'll put Scuffex on one side of a board, mm-hmm. and then we'll put a super high end, twice the price paint on another side. Yep. And then you run something over it that will leave a mark. Mm-hmm. It doesn't touch the Scuffex no. side, so it's perfect for this project. Yeah. Perfect for this little table mm-hmm. where the kids are going to do Wear whatever they... Tear. But you know what we haven't talked about as much? What? Is how that stuff applies. Yeah, that is true. It looks like I sprayed that finish on there. Yeah, it is it? super smooth. That is the one thing I have always liked ever since ScuffX came out. Just rolling it seems to be a dream. I mean, it just glides so smoothly over whatever surface you're going on, unless, of course, it's textured. But if you're going over a smooth surface, it is so smooth when you roll it out. It's really we've, astounding. Yeah, we've had trim that we've rolled out, and we've thought, my goodness, it looks sprayed. Yeah. And this table is so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so impressed with that because I was a little worried about having all the roller texture, right. which yeah. isn't bad on a wall. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it. Right. But on the table, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want brush strokes. Yeah. And I didn't want to go to Advance, which is a product we normally would say, that's right. the one to use for this. Mm-hmm. ScuffX worked great. Well, and this one dries so fast. So fast. That's a huge advantage. You can do more coats more quickly and be done with the project. Yeah. And the price is right in the ballpark Regular for paint any other price. paint. So yep. anyway, ScuffX, great mm-hmm. for this. Le- two last things. Prep okay. work is key. Yes. Nobody wants to do the prep work, but take the time to do it. Yeah. I rushed a little bit because mm-hmm. I just wanted to get to the finished painting <laughs> right. and I missed a couple of mm. holes that I should have filled. Mm-hmm. It kind of, it's a real bummer at the end because you put so much time in right and i can kind of fix them yeah the kids will never know no but i will always know take the time and the last thing is this get the answers from the pros and the people who know yeah if all of this talk about finishes and different products is over your head or confusing that's fine that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're out of the project and and you can't do it or something similar Mm -hmm. just stop in at any repco light or port city paints tell us what you're working on and we'll make sure you're comfortable when you head out the door. Absolutely. And there you go, Betsy. The last Repcolite Home Improvement Show for the year. Of 2019. Wrapped up with a bow. Uh-huh. 
and online where you can listen again at repcolite.com. And make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram because that is where you find out about things like the contest we just ran and if you happen to be a winner. Right. And also pictures of all the projects that we're working on. That too. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you make sure that game night at your home is more epic than it's ever been. It's going to feel like you're really there. Right, and you'll have cup holders so you won't pour burning hot coffee into your pants. That's a plus. That's a big plus. Thanks for listening.